Welcome to the Sorcerer and Magician Podcast. Greetings from the Magician. Greetings from the Sorcerer. An esoteric podcast on... Uh, what's esoteric mean? Hi. Hey. Hey, man. Long time no cast. That's true. That's true. By the time this comes out, the Olympics will have been finished. Good job, everyone. Japan did really well. <laughs> they did. Everyone did their best. Uh, except for USSR. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Well, well, man. <laughs> the, time, the, the, the time shift will happen. Hey, things move slowly in the pits of hell. That's right. We don't know when or where we are. Well, speaking of pits of hell, we are in the pits of hell. Yes, and we are doing which episode of our... (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, we're on a 15-part series of the Minor Arcana, I think. Yeah. And we are on the nines of the Minor Arcana today, my dear friend, my dear magician. Let's begin with a kampai. Let's do it. Kampai. Kampai. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh, that is good. Go for 2020. Go for 2020. That's what we're aiming for, dear <laughs> listeners, 2020. So, anyway. But yeah, talking about the Minor Arcana, talking about those nines, mm-hmm. um, after a pretty rough run with, with the, the eights. eights. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the eights definitely bring the bring the pain. They did, and with the energy involved, too, like we, uh, Magician and I, know had been uh, settling fully into those eights. And uh, it's it's time for it's time for a shift. Time for indeed. Time for indeed. Yes, well, I know how language works. <laughs> you do. <laughs> All right. Well, let's put the those skills of yours to the test. Okay. Let us describe the pieces of paper in front of us, which hold no less than the secrets of the entire universe. Indeed, indeed. And we're also going with our yotade valpade formula. Going again with the wands, wands the cups. cups. The swords, swords and the pentacles. So why don't we begin with the the wands and then discuss from there? Yeah. Take it away, my magician. Okay, thank you, Masosabra. So the wands. I am looking, of course, at my golden universal tarot, which is a golden fluffy gussied up rider white deck. And in that is a picture of a gentleman. He's holding onto a wand. In the traditional image, the guy's uh, his head's beat up. He's got like a like a bandana on it. But in this one, he looks kind of like a jester. He has a codpiece. He does. It's very green. <laughs> it's very green. He's wearing a lot of yellow. Um, but he is holding, kind of leaning on one of the wands. And eight more wands in the background kind of stood up. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at the Tarot of the New Vision, which is kind of the opposite perspective of... The Rider White, we have eight wands in the foreground, and we have the aforementioned gentleman uh, wearing a tunic, uh, has a headband on, he's leaning on that wand, and in the distance in front of him, as he looks out, is kind of like a purple landscape, and there is a large, I'm guessing, bear. Looks kind of like an orangutan or something, but there is a creature. It does. And it It is looming. So the... The golden tarot, the wands themselves look like they have little faces on them. A little bit. Which is kind of fun. Yeah, we can uh, we can delve into that, but not before we delve into the beautiful art at your fingertips. Yeah, I just wanted to double check something quickly. Because something just came to mind. Right. So give me... We're double checking. Give me a minute or two. All right. Or a thousand. Um, I mean, I can... So... Yeah, the the traditional rider white imagery that I have in front of me, it's just um, a person who most likely has gone through some kind of battle, perhaps, and just leaning on that wand. Cool, sorry. Anyway, <clears throat> sorry for the brief pause, but uh, I'll start with my nines. Again, I'm going to talk about the Thoth deck with the first card I have. And it's a very, very dark color background, uh, but I do have nine... Wands. They look a little bit like arrows. They do indeed. So, on the top of the... So, I have a big central column in the middle. And then eight other wands around it, kind of creating a a diamond, like, crisscross behind it. Mm -hmm. Uh, The top of the main pillar, I have the sun, and then I have the moon. Uh, 
which is fun. I do have the astrological sign of Sagittarius, Sagittarius. on it, I which is cool. And the sun. Hmm, so I do have the moon and the and Sagittarius, which is fun. Uh, the other arrows, kind of uh, crossing behind it, have little moons for the fletching, a yeah. little moon for the arrowhead. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, perhaps. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Indeed, nine. Nine total moons. One of them being the arrowhead and the other uh, eight being the fletching, mm. which is very, very cool. Um, there's also this kind of interlocking pattern behind it of weird kind of veiny crystal line figures, uh, which is pretty cool. And the name of the card is Strength. There are five crystals. Indeed. Or ten points. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot going on. Um, it's a lot. A little, little dizzying, a little fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, the, the I guess the shaft of the arrow is very red yeah. for the wand and kind of the fiery element. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving down to the Terror of the Sephiroth, I do have the moon and Sagittarius symbols as well in kind of muddy water. I have three uh, wands bound together by tied up by a lotus blossom mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, three giant wands kind of on fire and then six three adjacent on e- well three on each side kind of lighting this this giant torch lighting from it maybe lighting from it or lighting it in I don't know it depends on your perspective indeed uh, the the main uh, cluster of wands kind of has this muddy brown fiery looking thing mm. and the uh, the six wands three on either side are this orange uh, burning more fiery fire. Yeah, but this is this interesting muddy water. Yeah, it's a little yucky. It is indeed. I'm not going to lie. Um, and then with my uh, golden tarot, I have nine wands. There they are. There they are. And a nice kind of... Four and then three and then two. A little yep. bit of like a birthday cake. Yeah, it's pretty a much a little, little, little birthday cake. Uh, all on fire. Yeah. They look good. Fire. Cool. So that's what I got going on. Right. So we're talking about wands here. Um, last time you joined us, 47 years ago, um, Eight of Wands is another good card. Mm-hmm. It's a speed card. It's that card of movement and momentum. And, you know, from the Rider White imagery, it's like those wands flew through the air, thunk, stuck into the ground, mm-hmm. and planted firmly. And with the arrow idea, it's kind of nice, yeah. Yeah, it goes along with that, uh, goes along with that as well. And, yeah, it's, uh, this is a card of... This is a moment. This is taking a break, mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I'm still moving, but it's definitely a checkpoint. To pull back from that, I want to kind of do a bigger picture thing. We we are in. So with the nines, we are in what sphere? My friend, let me tell you about the sphere we're in. It's Yasod. We are in Yasod, which foundation? Foundation. We are also kind of in this astral idea the astral plane where okay. all of like the the mirror of the material world or the material world is kind of the we're looking at the blueprints before the thing is built yeah if you want to kind of think about it that way certainly um with the little break i had a section a second earlier i was looking at the nine and we kind of have the sun here and the moon yeah uh, which is which is fun. Um, uh, the path of Samek, which go, go on, which is the I know it very well, which is what major arcana? <laughs> oh boy, I'm hoping sun, hermit, no moon, no um, uh, fool. You should know, my friend. Samek, uh, uh, its zodiological association Sagittarius. is Sagittarius. I'm saying like major arcana. Also. It is major arcana, which is the card of temperance. Is that... Which is the card of temperance, and temperance kind of invokes these ideas of uh, not everything is permanent. We Things are balanced. We have kind of this balance. There's this tempered idea, hence the name of the card, in a lot of ways. But we do have the path of the sun to the moon, which the path of Samek and Sagittarius is associated. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, which is pretty neat, and Sagittarius is the archer. That's true. And a fire sign. We got the arrows. So we we do have this prop idea. And your man propping himself up with the wand is kind of cool. Interesting. But it's kind of a hard won thing. Hard won. A hard fight uh, to to win to get there. Oh, yeah. I mean, the the wands, I mean, in general, we're talking a lot about experience. um, Attainment of experience up until this point across a lot of the... 
uh, the nines that we're looking at. And in this one, um, we're talking a little bit, at least from my in-depth research, uh, about like reserves, yeah. energy reserves. I think, too, just a quote from Crawley, that the nine represents always the fullest development of the force in its relation. Yes, the force, indeed. The force in its relationship with the forces above it. So we have that kind of numerological, the triplicities. We have the three, which is a very stable kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then the three, the six, and then the last three, the nine. Yeah. And we're getting into that deeper manifestation, the, the blueprint. The deep brown water. Indeed. <laughs> the bowels of the earth, my dear friends. Oh my gosh, the sauce, the, the pungent <laughs> nature. The pungent nature of, of all of it. night soil. Um, but yeah, so when I, I, I usually go really visual when I'm thinking about what these cards mean to me. And, you know, I see somebody who has gone through a lot, they have fought, they have experienced, but, and they're alone, but they're still standing and they are still maybe defending what they have, these other wands that are stood up. Maybe they are defending what they have gained up until this point. Yeah, and I, I think, too, the idea of the card being called Strength, we have uh, we do have Sagittarius in, in the, mo- the moon in Sagittarius, and Crowley had a really nasty quip about it. Yeah, it's, that's brutal. <laughs> daring to call itself Strength. <laughs> But I think that idea of perseverance, of pushing forward, and uh, the wands being fire and creativity and and putting that in play, I think, coming down to... It's coming down to the grind now. Yeah. Like, it's a make-or-break moment. Exactly. Um, an interesting quote that I read that I thought was really good, because right now in my life, I need some more nines. But when confronted with crisis, we access this hidden reserve of strength that we didn't know we have mm-hmm. until you need it. Yeah. So it's that secret last burst of power and the fact that you have that. Mm-hmm. Um, I see this dude who's all beat up and now there's a bear coming. Come on, man. Can I just get a break? Maybe that's what that last strength reserve is. You're still standing. It's a baboon. Is it a baboon? It might be a baboon. It looks like something. I, I said bear, but the face is all weird. It's totally weird. Check it out. I will, I will. No, but, it does look like a bear. It's a bear. It's like bear, like, crouched down, but the face is very baboonic. Or a cat that wants to hibernate, so it's like really, really... It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fat-ass woofer it's a, that, <laughs> that wants to eat upper. this dude. Yeah. But he set up the foundation. Like, he set up those that guard. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not going down without a fight. Indeed. The person is not going down without a fight. The fighting spirit. I think that that is very good. That's um, it. I like, um, with your uh, image over here with those wands, I like the idea that the main thick three mm-hmm. are kind of the flames maybe going out. And then the extra wands around it, maybe they're adding to the fire, giving a little bit more to it. Yeah. Um, whereas previously, those three wands were like the main flame, the main strength. But, you know, all fire and all wands, all torches, they come to an end. And these other three, they're maybe smaller, but together. I think it also kind of plays on this idea, if we think about it uh, with the, the four worlds... Um, uh, let's let's think about so we'll, we'll be in Yosot. We'll kind of think yeah. of it astrally and kind of uh, an extended metaphor of it being a blueprint. Mm. You have pulled your idea as far as it can go before it's finally made. Yeah. So you have the schematic, you have what's built, and it might not be quite what you imagined to begin with, mm-hmm. but other ideas are coming from it, and it takes that kind of that final. The fuse is only so long, and now it's going to explode. And it's that 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 brief moment before the boom. The boom. Nice. Yeah, nine of wands. Good card. Yeah. Good card. Nothing like knowing that you have a little bit extra in the tank, even after coming so far. To elate yourself into the emotional aspects of it. Indeed. And when we're talking about putting things in the tank, <laughs> um, I think the images on. My Rider White cards here, I think we're talking about putting all kinds of things in our proverbial tank. Namely, nine cups mm-hmm. worth of wine, worth of alcohol, who knows. So, uh, if I may, um, the cards before me, moving on to the chalices. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a large portly gentleman. He's got nice curly hair, nice big beard. He's uh, he's plump. He's, mm-hmm. he's full. 
He is, uh, and he's sitting on a nice throne of marble. And just behind him is this beautiful table with nine cups lined up. And he is just content. He is happy as a pig in shit. He does look that way. It's kind of got this weird Minoan, uh, Grecian, uh, vomit, bronze, bronze, bronze ages kind of, kind of vibe to him, but looking good, looking good. Yeah, he's doing good stuff. Uh, I believe in the original image in Rider White, he's actually has his arms crossed mm-hmm. and he's kind of got this like, ha look to him. Okay. But I, I like this guy better. He's a little bit more amicable. Yeah, it's a little more, uh, I like the... I was a joculus and jocularity. I don't know. Like it, it seems more jovial. Yeah, definitely <gasps> jovial because Jupiter is part of the. Car. Anyway, moving on. Oh my god. Oh my. So when we're t- when I move on to my Tower of the New Vision, we are looking at a table with nine cups on it. But who is hiding behind that table? None other than three children. Mm-hmm. So we have one girl, a young a young lass who is uh you know she's she's got a little weight to her but she's eating some kind of cake oh, or, come on <laughs> well, I mean, much on party favors yeah yeah but you know i mean we're talking about an area a place with lots of contentment no lack of wanting here we got two kids having a great time playing with toys they got real fancy toys which i'm sure back in whatever era they're depicting here Kind of that modern era. They got nice. The kid's got like a dinosaur toy. Yeah, he's got blocks. He's got soldiers. He's got dragons and monsters. They got it all, man. And those look like fine toys. Because I know back in the day, normally kids do just play with like hooping a stick. <laughs> they do look like little tinker toys, little Lincoln blocks, if you will. Like. Yeah, yeah, Lincoln logs. Um, but yeah, and he does have kind of a dragon creature. But yeah, so we just have we have kids enjoying themselves and playing behind this uh, this da- table, mm-hmm. presumably. You know, under the care of this this gentleman. Nine of Cups. Indeed. How about you? Looking at the uh, Thoth deck, I have... Get ready. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, it's beautiful. It's, as I say, a lot of the time. But I have nine chalices that appear to be made out of lotus blossoms. Mm-hmm. I have lotus blossoms coming out of the earth and pouring uh, sweet waters upon it, each in their own cup, flowing downward into the other cup. The trickle down economics does work in the uh, in the thought deck, it seems. With the nine of cups, uh, but um, I do have Jupiter in the corner and Pisces at the bottom. Very very small, very hidden, but yeah. kind of raining down. Uh, it's the colors are kind of muted, but very rich, very. Uh, it's like watercolor. Very present. Yeah, it's and a really nice impressionist painting. Kind it's, of it's beautiful. Uh, honestly, just stunning. Please check it out. Um, Definitely. The artwork is amazing. Anyway, so I have these, I have three cl- uh, three by three in a kind of a cube and water flowing from these blossoms uh, in each of the cups and just excess. Mm-hmm. And the card itself is called Happiness. Definitely. A card of happiness. Um, with the kind of the art impression version, <laughs> yeah, yeah, with the Tarot of the Sephiroth, I have again kind of nine chalices with a lotus blossom on the bottom with a little Pisces and Jupiter on top, kind of a fountain of Jupiter <laughs> coming out. And then I have uh, lotus leaves and water just flowing artistically into each of them. Um, yeah, everything's connected to everything else with that liquid and water. It's good, it's quite lovely. Uh, and then in the Nine of Cups itself, on the Golden Tarot, I have nine cups in a river. Uh, four on each side and one in the middle. Looking lovely. Looking great. Fine chalices. Indeed. So, um, again, another positive card here. Um, nine of chalices. In- this may be a bit foreshadowing, dear listener. But- <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that's right. Um, yeah, this cup, believe it or not, is considered to be maybe the second most positive card in the entire tarot deck. Indeed. Second only to, of course... The Sun. The Sun card. Um, yeah, this card, I, some keywords associated with it are like generosity, contentment, security, harmony, positive energy. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Oh! Pretty much like reading some things by Lon Miley Jaquette and Aleister Crowley. Um, well, Aleister Crowley goes in depth, very, very in depth into it. But uh, reading from Lon's book, Understanding the Thoth Tarot, it's not much is said. Everybody's happy. All's good. Um, the idea, like Jupiter and Pisces, they go hand in hand. They are very much together and happy. Mm. Um, Chesed on the Tree of Life does have a very watery vibe to it, so that in itself, in this watery nature, in the Nine, 
is especially with Pisces is this 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 kind of nice culmination of just things are things are good. It's all about just success, fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Dreams are coming true. You get everything that you need and almost everything you want. It's the it's the uh, it's kind of like the not necessarily the after party, but the party before the wrap. <laughs> like before things are done, you're like, yeah, we finally fucking did it. It's gonna happen. It's the like uh, pre grand opening, the soft opening before the hard opening. <laughs> yeah, so. before the sun actually comes. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Um, still a an amazing an amazing card that has an amazing message. Oh my gosh, I've been looking for that. Oh, nice. Look at that. Thank you, Nine of Cups, helping me find pieces of plastic that are not going to make my friends happy. The elation. <laughs> um, but yeah, just. It, the Nine of Cups is that card of emotional, financial, and material fulfillment and gains. Um, we're talking about foundation. You have set a foundation. The foundation is solid in your soul, mm-hmm. and you are reaping the rewards here. The other name of the card itself is the Lord of Material Happiness. Lord of Material Happiness. Yeah. That's a lord I'd like to get to know better. Wow. <laughs> um, but on that happy note, why don't we just ruin this party? Just uh, pop that balloon. Just, yeah, let's pop it nine times because we're going to the nine of swords. Yeah, it's a, it's a full frontal. It is every option that you have for swords and then one more. Just, you know. It's a good time, dear listener. The first note I wrote down before we talk about what the cards look like is all bad shit. <laughs> That's what I wrote. It's pretty rough. Um, so let's take a look, shall we? So my two cards, the Golden Universal Tarot, I have what looks like to be a young lady, um, kind of bedridden, and hanging above this person in space are just nine swords pointing down and... She has her arms out and her hands over her face, just like, why, why, why? That just, that look of pain and just absolute distress. Um, In the more traditional image of Ryder White, we have kind of a a shot of a person in a bed on a side. They're in bed and they're leaning up, just head and hands, looking down, clearly not having a good time. And the nine nine swords are kind of uh, held uh, horizontally above this person. Um, so we have that person. There are... Kind of in a ro- cage. Yeah. Roses, maybe some kind of flowers on the, the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the cool part about this, the Tarot of the New Vision, is that we actually see an image of like a green gargoyle kind of demon creature um, kind of swooping in from behind these swords and clearly not there to have tea. <laughs> it's... Uh- <laughs> Hey, I got crump. No, anyway, like, um, you got you got troubles. <laughs> Me too. It's kind of got this weird fever dream night terror oh, uh, yeah. idea. Definitely, mm-hmm. nightmares and dark thoughts are a strong vibe with this card. But before we talk into those delicious, positive <laughs> images, <laughs> what what do your beautiful cards? Oh well, it's it's beautiful, but oh god, in that not happy kind of way. So I have nine identical swords of just vertically, hilts up, point down. That's the way we like to drown. Um, And they are dripping. And they are dripping with what appears to be blood. The swords themselves are red. Uh, They're broken and chipped, and they kind of look like, well, outside of the hilt, the blades themselves look like the kind of the ring wraith swords from Lord of the Rings, all kind of cracked and uh, they're in disrepair. Uh, there's still work kind of yeah there it's sort of like yellowish cream colored drops coming from the sky and then red drops coming from each of the points of the blades oh man um when it rains it pours it's it's pretty dizzying uh there's also this kind of a spiroscope stenciled art going on in the background very jagged it's it's very harsh Mm. um we have mars in gemini in this card it's just war that doesn't know what it wants to be. That can't stop talking. <laughs> or really yeah. can, can commit to being one or the other. Yeah, it's just... Yada. You might say it's cruel. Yeah, the card itself is cruelty or the lord of despair and cruelty. The lord of despair and cruelty. It's a rough one, dear listener. It's a rough one. It's yeah. stark. And the imagery evokes that, or invokes too, if you want that, that, that feeling of cruelty, despair. Like just raw 
malice. It's raw malice. It's the guy that talks beautiful words. It's the guy that talks too much about uh, you know the killing of something and you're like dude can you just like back up a little bit like no like i want you to enjoy it for the enjoyment of me talking about killing something you're like come on that's not fun so that's a lovely card yeah all right (laughs) moving on (laughs) we have on the terror of the sephiroth we have nine swords again uh varying styles kind of uh plunged into muddy waters Uh, like not dirty, the not the singer, but dirty uh, dunes. Dirty dunes, indeed. We do have Mars. Mars is actually kind of the the pommel art of the mm. main store sword, uh, kind of tied down with a rope. Um, maybe the sword itself is kind of a, a plumb bob of Mars, <laughs> poking into the uh, sunken Gemini symbol on the bottom. Mm. All right, and then with the uh, golden tarot, I have. Uh, again, wood kind of woodblock styled swords. Nine of them floating in the air, pointed straight upwards. A ring of eight with one in the center. Glory. It is a fighter squadron of death. <laughs> it is a <laughs> fighter squadron <laughs> of death. That is great. Hey, props to uh, Golden Taro getting a little, uh, getting a little bit extra flavor this right, time. Right, right. Normally, it's just like it's nine swords. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It is. It does look like a fighter squadron. I can see it. But yeah, if we haven't uh, yeah, alluded enough, the Nine of Swords is... About peace, love, and harmony. Oh, uh, and and how all of that wonderful stuff is not with you. <laughs> because <laughs> it is bad. Bad shit. It is failure, disappointment, despair, death, doubt, solitude, inner feelings of guilt, sorrow, and confusion. It is Taihan the Tokis. Yeah, just open up the, the thesaurus to Taihan Natoki or bad shit. Um, however, I think there is, it, it's, it's, if we think about that blueprint metaphor, we have like, last reserves, I'm really happy, it's all, it's finally coming to fruition. Then the doubt sets in. I think it's that kind of like existential angst period. Okay, I can see that. I mean, when we talk about the story from wands to cups to swords to pentacles, I think um, there might be a, a positive spin to put mm-hmm. here. But yeah, it is very mental. It is inside your head. Uh, the nine of swords is just yeah, it's every fear and doubt that you have. It's that and it's, it's happening at once. It's that uh, I mean, with the swords themselves, kind of representing air, we're in the the valve part of our Yodhe valve formula. Mm. Um, we are kind of almost kind of in that foundational aspect in the foundational sphere. Um, we have Mars in Gemini. We have Mars being this very warlike, martial thing mm. to this, you know, There's a battle being fought, analytical, fast talking, loquacious, continuously talking Gemini. Mm. And that, that battle is, is apparent yeah, and you're, and you're fighting yourself almost. Yeah, it's it's also like being this far down on the tree of life, things are really dense and it's oppressive. And like, how much can you fight this other higher resonating thing? And I think that's dealing with, with your mind. Like how much, it's kind of like the, um, if we want to kind of think of... Uh, what are we thinking of? Oh, well, what's his name? A Freudian kind of ideas. If we have like the ego and the superego, and then we have the id, the id here is now like these baser instincts, these kind of raw calculated, I need to breathe, I need to eat, I need to fuck, I need to sleep. Lizard brain. Lizard brain going on, and then your higher mind being like, why am I bound to this bullshit? Is the, is the creativity I was trying to do, is the emotions, I, are the emotions that I feel, are they all just a product of something else? And I'm still just bound to this. I got to poop. Like, there's no... There's... Yeah. <laughs> because I have to poop, everything is worthless. Yeah. So, like, there's this just... This, this constant... <laughs> this, this mental anguish. This, this cruelty of uh, circumstance and understanding. So, I think, yeah. should I be more emotionally invested and creative with my pooping? <laughs> I think, you know, emptying the bowels... Is what this person is doing. Uh, right now, with the swords <laughs> falling from the heavens, I would too. Also, this demon dude, like, I'm in a cage of swords. Oh, and there's a demon. <laughs> this is a good night. This <laughs> is a good night. Yeah, Nine of Swords, my goodness gracious, when the Nine of Swords appears, it is not happy times. Can we go to happier times? I think it's that mental check to uh, get into a deeper understanding of things. 
Yeah, I think um, that sounds great. <laughs> I've had enough. I've been dreading the Nine of Swords. Yeah, yeah. Probably, well, from this at this point, over a year now <laughs> since we started the Minor Arcana. Um, you will hear this someday. But speaking of that, aim for twenty twenty. Aim for twenty. Go for twenty twenty, baby. <laughs> I think I think it's also a necessary step. Like it, we do need that doubt. We do need that skepticism. Yeah. We do need that. Not Scully syndrome, but we need that. You need a different point of view. You need uh, a foil. Uh, you need, you, yeah, perspective. I do need it because I do, I need to know if I'm alive. Yeah. And so. a demon will do that for you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's you know. So yeah, moving on to the Nine of Pentacles. We're talking about nine coins here. Uh, my traditional uh, image of Rider White style with the Golden Universal Tarot has a lovely maiden. She is standing in the middle of kind of like a green vineyard, a wine kind of garden. Wine's fully in bloom. Uh, and am- amongst among all of these, man, I can't talk. Among these grapes and this beautiful vineyard are just nine coins. Um, three to her left, our right, and six to her left, her right, our left. You get it. There's six on one side, three on the other. Um, she's draped in beautiful gowns and uh, cloth. And she's got like a little red hood, a little bit of Mary Magdalene action going on, maybe. A little bit, a little bit. All right. And, you know, just like, uh, you know, classic Disney Snow White style. She's got like a bird perched on her hand. I mean, it could be kind of like falconer-like style, but this bird does not look like a falcon. It does have a hood. Uh, Yeah, oh, that's true. Uh, It might be. But just to even note that, I mean, it's just like she had the discipline to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that. Um, and yeah, just in the background, beautiful valley, verdant valley. There's even a cute little snail in the foreground, you know, just, you know, taking its time. <laughs> it's June. It is. It is beautiful. But it's not. It's September. Uh, I don't know what. It's November right now. Well, astrologically in the garden. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Um, and looking at the Tarot of the New Vision, we are looking from behind this person. Again, standing amongst a fully blossom, fully grown vineyard. Uh Nine coins among the, the leaves. Still wearing. Oh, I do like that they are also reversed. That's kind of nice. Yeah, they they go into a lot of detail with this. Um, yeah. These the the new vision is a, I think a lot more. Uh, I guess traditional or matches the original cards more. Mm-hmm. Whereas the uh, golden universal, they they kind of take liberties with it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, again, just looking the distance. Lovely hair. There's like a city in the distance. Uh, they, she seems to be separated some bit and, again, has a bird with, uh, like, a hood. Kind of a hood or a mask or something. And, yeah, she's got her little falconer glove. She's got a glove in that one. She does have a glove in that one. So, yeah, that, that goes to that uh, metaphor a bit more. But, yeah. So that's what I got on my side. I do like the, the imagery of the flowers on her back. Yeah, she's got little little flowers. They look like, um, what are those things that, that dandelions turn into that you blow? All the, the white little... Oh, shit. Um, yeah. It's just a dandelion. It's a dandelion, but so, I can't... Yeah. yeah. But it's kind of like a ball with a couple leaves. Yeah, it's, it's very nice. It also kind of looks like the symbol for Venus, which this card is associated with. Ha-ha! Moving on to the... <laughs> to the definitely not a pair of titties. <laughs> there are no maidens in this picture. <laughs> no, but it does look... It does, I know. I see. I see. <laughs> All right. Titties. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God in how's, heaven. How's that for abundance? We'll get to that in a second. Hold <laughs> me that. Anyway. Go ahead. So I have the Thoth deck. Oh, and sorry. the nine of discs is a beautiful... Got this nice little like pastel greenish color arrangement. Mm. Which is cool. And some pinks and such. I do have nine Flash discs. Jones. Yeah. <laughs> I have nine discs. I have three on top, three in the middle, three in the bottom. Kind of Tree of Life-esque. Mm. We do kind of got a little bit going on there. True. Where the sun is the center, and it does, as the, my dear magician has pointed out, look like a boob. A little uh, bit. It's got, yeah, it's nice. And then we got a green disc and a blue disc on either side of it. I love how resigned you were to <laughs> We're having fun here. Anyway, um, the figures themselves, the, the six other discs have little figures drawn in them. Um, they... Uh, um, what are the symbols? I'm not sure, but they look like old grimoire-style sigil drawings of uh, demon kings and princes. They're they're fun. Um, 
I'd, I'd have to definitely, definitely delve into those deeper. But in this array of circles and rays, we have Venus and Virgo uh, on the top of the card and on the bottom of the card. Uh, Venus and Virgo is a very nice pair. Virgo is an Earth sign, with Venus being kind of an earthly as well element. This the fecundity and yeah. the I certainly see quite a nice pair indeed. on that card. The card is called Gain or the Lord of Material Gain. Gains, <laughs> yes. Talk about your gains, bro. <laughs> so with that in mind as well, the other sign for Venus. Venus is also associated with what major arcana, my dear magician? God. Major Venus, major arcana, fecundity. Oh, obviously the Empress. The Empress, indeed. Okay. Thank you. So we do have a little bit of Empress imagery, too, with your, your kind maid in the field and the vineyard. Definitely. It's it's almost exactly the same, really. They yeah. probably they, I think they have a lot of overlapping themes as well. So with that, um, the Empress itself also being card number... Three! Three! We do have a triplicity of three. I am good today. You are good today. <laughs> so we, we do have this idea of gain and uh, th- that beauty is associated with it. Uh, moving down to the um, Tarot of the Sephiroth, I do have a giant Venus symbol with another Venus symbol in the center of the giant circle radiating energy from all sides. Emerald green. Um, I do have nine discs with hexagrams in them and uh, the symbol of Virgo and the cross. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it is pretty intense. It is just like coins and womanliness and da da da. It's like Scrooge McDuck dreaming of money. Oh, yeah. And then in my tarot of my golden tarot, I have nine discs in a field, much like the cups. I have four on either side and one in the middle. Nice. Looking good. The balance is lovely. Indeed. It's a giant H. What does it all mean? <laughs> I thought we were talking about it. Uh, we talked about what it looked like. Oh. No, but I mean, uh, we have, I think, really clear, excuse me, really clear symbology on my side of the table. Someone put in hard work. Someone grew those vines and the grapes, and they are standing in a fully harvestable kind of, uh, you know, wine. It's kind of like the the payoff. It's the payoff of the work. Yeah. It's uh, abundance. It's growth. It's success. It is gain. In that material way. Luxury at your fingertips. Pursuit of goals. Satisfaction and efforts. Hard work paying off. Yeah, indeed. Like when we had our threes, we had our like kind of manifesting idea in the discs. And we had our sixes, we had like shit skin together. Finally making our way. And then the nine is it finally fucking happened. Yeah. It's finally happening. We're making it do make we're doing the work. Making it do. Yep. And doing it make and getting it done. Yeah, this is another card, I mean, that really it's pretty straightforward. I think, um, yeah, a couple of these cards, the wands, I think, are uh, trickier, at, at least with the nines. Mm-hmm. But it's like, fulfillment, shit's fucked, you did a good job. <laughs> 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 to, to put it nice. I think, yeah, playing with that too, we just have like, got to put in that extra work. I have the reserves, I can do it. I'm, I can do it. I'm feeling good about it, we're going to make this happen, finally. Yeah. And then like, oh shit, did I do the right thing? Nothing but down and sorrow. This is when your investors call in, like, "Hey, man, it was. It's been three months. Where's this payoff?" And then, boom, the payoff. Yeah. Now the the nines have a, a very interesting journey when you look at them in Yodhe Vodhe formula, and um, I think uh, it it does make sense. Uh, of course, we'd all love sunshine and rainbows every time, but it's primarily success and fulfillment. Um, but yeah, just that little bout of self-doubt that, you know, everybody has. Yeah. You know, even people who come off as extremely confident and just unfailing, there are definitely voices mm-hmm. that are speaking to that that person. And, you know, there's always going to be doubt. And if not from within you, from outside of you. And I think keeping that in check and being aware of it is, I think the nine of wand, uh, sorry, nine swords. of swords is kind of giving that warning idea that shit's fucked. It can be fucked, and how fucked do you want it to be? How can we unfuck it? How but, can we unfuck this fuckery? Um, but once fucked, cannot be unfucked. So dealing with that kind with some of band aids. <laughs> 
I think handling handling one's shit and dealing with the consequences um, is just kind of a step back from this card. The idea of cruelty, like how cruel are we to ourselves? How how much do we overthink? How much do we buy into the the demon that is yelling at us? Like how much power do we give it? Um, that I think is is very much a part of that card in that regard. The Eight of Swords wasn't that the one where she's on the boat. The dude's on the boat. The dude's on the boat, I think, too. Uh, the damned of, if you do, damned if you don't. Eight of Swords with the Thoth deck was, uh, I think, uh, not indifference. Um, interference is yeah, what it was called. Yeah. And it was kind of this ladder bridge of swords. And, That's right. And I think with that, it was like, I see a way out. I can analyze a way out, but I'm going to be hurt on the way out. And now it's that... It is that pain. It's that pain. It's experiencing that, at and least in the negative. It could be that, like, I did what I had to do. But really, did I? Uh, yeah. Yeah. The definitely consequences uh, of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, the nines are quite cool. Yeah. Quite cool. Um, is there any kind of symbolism we want to dive into, particularly? Or are we? Uh... Or what, uh, what does it mean to you when it comes up kind of thing? Sure. Do they come up? Nines have come up a few times for me. Um, not, not that much. But when when they do, I do like I do tend to think of them as this uh, this breaking point. Um, things are f- like uh, right before the ten. Tens right, are going to be nice. Yeah, right before the ten. Well, the ten of swords is not that great, but um, it's <laughs> it's right before the it's right before it finally comes to fruition. It's it's that excitement, that energy, that like, do I have what it takes? Have I really thought it through? Um, it's it's kind of also this kind of point of no return. Okay, I can I can see that. Um, and I think too, with that idea of being in your sod, being the the foundation and the blueprint and schematic idea, it's like it's on paper now. My idea is on paper. Yeah, it's almost there. Yeah, it's uh, which is kind of cool because um, you know that the schematic or the image or the idea of what I want to do that that's kind of like the moon card, which yeah. is eighteen, and the sun is the realization of that yeah. kind of the schematics on paper. So. Uh, 19 being the sun card, another nine of sorts, um, is kind of along those lines. Yeah, sun and nine of cups and even nine of pentacles are, they're really sun-flavored cards, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess, I mean, we have the moon, the moon is part of Yusod. Yeah, it's just the planet planet associated with it. It's cool, it kind of, it, it picks up right at the end of that 18 vibe. Right, yeah. yeah. So we have... It starts off with strength over there for you. We, yeah, we do. We do have the... The connection, the sun and the moon connecting. Yeah, we do have the moon in Sagittarius. We have Jupiter in Pisces. We have Mars in Gemini. And we have uh, Venus in Virgo. So a lot of complimentary kind of... Well, not... Nah, never mind. Sorry. Take that back. <laughs> uh, we have... Uh, we have some complimentary. We have some not. But very much... Uh, I think there's a sense of, like, I'm almost able to overcome something with mm. the nines. Yeah. Um, definitely. It's it's not 100%. It looks, across the board, it looks pretty final. But really, there is one more thing to do. Mm-hmm. At least. There's one more thing. Even though we, you know, we have our foundation, but we still have one more fight. Mm-hmm. We may have everything, but maybe not forever. I, it's also kind of that, that pause that, you know, look at how far I've come. I, I'm, I'm ecstatic about it, ecstatic about it. But I have to keep in mind the harsh reality of what I've done, where I'm going, how am I going to make this work? Yeah. And if you take that, if you take the barbs, uh, then you can move forward to to the game. And appreciating the hard work you've put in up until yes. this point. Yes. Yeah, definitely a reward after a long journey. Mm-hmm. Um, for me myself, um, the nines do come up. Uh, I I get the nine of wands a lot, mm. so I'm happy to talk about them. <laughs> I, I <laughs> well, I mean, I I didn't up in, until my uh, my thorough research. Uh, I did not know about that that kind of like last burst of energy. Mm-hmm. I definitely saw like the gambare keep going, you can do it kind of thing, mm-hmm. but I like that. That second wind aspect. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's it, man, the second wind. Uh, nine of cups when I'm lucky. Nine of swords 
more often than I'd like. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, I, I'm a person who, you know, I can definitely get caught up in my own mind and my own thoughts sometimes. And, you know, if the sword's got to come down, that's that's how it rolls. And, um, yeah, again, if I'm lucky, Nine of Pentacles will come up from time to time. Usually in the past. Mm. <laughs> no, <it's> like, <laughs> you did do a lot of good stuff before, but uh, keep going. Nine of Swords, <laughs> but yeah so for me uh yeah i think uh that luckily for me the imagery on these cards is pretty clear at least with my cards yeah you uh also mentioned that uh you know 18 for the moon card kind of numerologically being like nine oh, yeah, doubled that's true. and nine itself moon is your sword so you do have that kind of illusory aspect to all of this yeah, and the the one nine for the sun card, and also another nine card is the hermit. Mm-hmm. And the hermit is a card of you know introspection and taking time and you know taking stock of the situation that you're in, which is kind of what the, a lot of these cards are also about. Elementally, too, with the hermit, it is I think it is also Virgo, um, but it also has Yod, uh, the Hebrew letter Yod, involved in it, and Yod is I mean classic or well. I don't know. I don't want to say little yodes. It's uh, mythologically. I don't know. Um, mythologically, there there's this idea of yod being the the oh, seed, wow. being the seed. Oh, that's right. The jizz. It is the, but also it's the the seed of all the Hebrew letters. All the Hebrew letters themselves are, they, of the abjad are based on the yod, and yeah. the hermit itself having like all of this knowledge and all of the light within itself to to sink back and look at things. It has the the beginning of everything. And I think the nines being the fulfillest, the 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 um, fulfillest, fulfillest, the fullest development of something. To quote Crawley, of the force, you are looking back at where you've come from mm. and seeing how it played out. Yeah. And I I think that's uh, a takeaway of all of this is it's that moment before you click the sign open, you know, you click the light on, you turn the sign to open. Did I do it all right? You'll find out. You'll find out. Because <laughs> so. it is Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. And you sell football, football accessories. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and I guess nine, numerologically. I don't know anything about numerology, but it's the last cardinal number. Nine is occasionally known as one of the most worldly and sophisticated of the numbers. On cloud nine? Yeah. And uh, as opposed to more of kind of focused insights on stuff nine is a card that is uh, generally grouped with global perspective like a big picture kind of uh, view on things that's also i think one of the odd numbers the f- one of the first odd numbers that is not uh, prime yeah i think um yeah one's prime two is prime three two is i thought two is prime. well three is two can be divided by one well sorry mike and, excuse me and two, well no three's prime uh, Five is prime. Five is prime. Seven is prime. Seven is prime. Nine is not. Nine is not. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess, two, yeah, two is prime. Yeah, sorry. No. I don't know. Are even numbers allowed to be prime? I'm an English teacher. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, my friend. Yes. Oh, wait, 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 oh, no. oh. We got a shill. <laughs> and forget the shill. So, um, dear blacksmith, we just want to let you know. <laughs> We've been missing your email. <laughs> That's right. No, but and anybody, I'm sure there may be more than one listener out there. We don't listen to our podcast 60 times. So nope. that means there are people listening out there. And you know what? Thank you. Indeed. And you know what? Do not hesitate to, you know, we're talking about nines today, but there's another number that I'm thinking of. Can you think of it? Five? Five, yes. Shit, yeah, five it works. Five stars. Magic is real. <laughs> Magic is real. <laughs> yeah, five stars. Uh, five stars on iTunes. Uh, Stitcher, if they got stars. They do not. But yeah, you can find us out on iTunes. You can find us out on Stitcher. You can uh, definitely reach us on our email address, which is... The letter S, the letter M. Podcast. The letter S, the letter M. At Gmail. Dot com. Indeed. And also our website is fully available at www.sorcerermagician.wordpress.com. Indeed. Uh, we also have a Facebook page that is Collecting Dust. 
We update things sometimes. That's what it says on our logo. (laughs) (laughs) Updates at times. (laughs) I knew it was a good commitment. It was a good commitment. We it has come to fruition. So (laughs) Yeah, maybe I should say updates regularly. (laughs) And then maybe this self fulfilling prophecy will allow us to update more. But yeah, definitely check us out there. Please send us an email. Uh, please gift us five stars if you so choose. And, and we will not be cruel. We will have the strength to be happy to get the gain. That is right. And we will do our best to banish all strange demons from above your sword encaged beds. Indeed. And with that being said, the banishing call. Wah, 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 wah. Fuck it. Hey, Paris, That was good. 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 Little hook, line, and zaddy. Which is what, my dear magician? It's the fish hook. Fish hook. No, I drew a picture. I know. Crowley, the weakest of the planets, is in Sagittarius, the most elusive of the signs, yet it dare calls itself strength. Thanks, man. No one escapes. No one escapes. It's good. It's good. You know, for a moment, as a Sagittarius, I was like, fuck yeah. Crowley gets it. But it dares call itself strength. Fuck. So we were all right. Like a, like a three, two, two month, month kind of thing. Wait, wait. Okay, okay, okay. All right. All right. It's not all right. <laughs> this is just terrible. It's better than some Patreons out there. Damn. <laughs> we don't even ask. <laughs> <laughs> See, sorcerer and magician keep it broke, but we keep it legit. We keep it woke. 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 Well, how would he say that? Would he just say, hate you, I? I hate you, I. Possibly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate you, I do. You, I hate you. It is you, my hate. Hurt my bodies. <laughs> oh, no. Nine of swords is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> cuts it Nine of swords is bullshit. Like, you can't even, you can't even beat around the bush, man. It's just, just no, it's, no, it's, it's clean as a trimmed hedge. It's bleeding. It's bleeding. A little too close to the skin. Nine cruelty. It's such <laughs> yucky hard. It looks good. It does. <laughs>